Good morning. You are listening to Radio WFHL 88.1 FM in the greater New Bedford region all over the globe on RadioWFHL.com. This is the King of Kings Morning Show. We're live here Monday through Friday, 6 a.m. to 8 a.m. Eastern Time. And today is a happy Hawaiian Friday here in our downtown New Bedford studio at 71 William Street in New Bedford. If you'd like to give us a phone call, our phone number is 508-991-7600. Once again, that phone number 508-991-7600. This, this morning we're taking all your prayer requests, all of your song requests. If you'd like to say hi, just give us a call, 508-991-7600. Or you can write to us. You can write to Radio WFHL, P.O. Box 3025 in New Bedford, 02741. I was freezing. I was processing some information. Today no is uh, day 136 here at the King of Kings. 136, yes. Praise morning God. show. And uh, yeah, we're here live every Monday through Friday, 6 a.m. to 8 a.m. Eastern Time. Benjamin, help me out here. For no some problem. reason, I'm... It's, it's, uh, it's a very fitting that... Hawaiian Friday, the first Hawaiian Friday in the winter that we have here is uh, it's a it's a Our snowy snow Hawaiian day. it's a, it's a snow snowy Hawaiian Friday, uh, at, at least in the greater New Bedford area. It snowed pretty heavily last night, but it's pretty much all gone at this point. Uh, and Tyler says it was it's worse where you were or yeah, actually uh, the commute going home last night was pretty bad. There was like mm-hmm. I would say a solid three working on four inches out by my house. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah. it was it was really it was it was getting pretty pretty up there. Yeah, they they didn't they didn't prep for like big chunks of snow, so uh, the highways were pretty rough. But other than that, it was it was all right. It wasn't anything exuberant, but um, it's mostly gone now, and it didn't freeze over last night. So uh, you know the 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 slush didn't turn to snow. So if you're getting out of the house, uh, it's not as bad as uh, as even it's not as bad as I anticipated because I I really got ready and no, it didn't actually need that much effort to get to get through it. Amen. So uh, once again, this is the King Fiends Morning Show. We're here live every Monday through Friday, 6 a.m. to 8 a.m. Eastern Time. And uh, you're listening to Radio WFHL 88.1 FM. Absolutely. You could also tune into the King of Kings Morning Show uh, on our website, RadioWFHL.com, where you can watch the live stream. You can watch uh, everything happening uh, in the studio. You can also download the King of Kings Morning Show podcast, available where all major podcasts are available. Once again, the uh, Apple Podcast Store, the Google Podcast Store, Spotify, Overcast, things of that nature. We're on ten different platforms, so uh, definitely download the King of Kings Morning Show that you can so that you can have it with you. Tell your friends, tell your family they can download it. If you're into podcasts, if you know somebody who's into podcasts, send them the link. Uh, we greatly appreciate it. Amen. So uh, we're gonna get get rolling. We're gonna dedicate this show to the Lord, and then we'll come back and uh, get get right into it. Absolutely. So, Heavenly Father, we thank you for another day here at the King of Kings Morning Show. Father, we thank you for a Hawaiian Friday. Father, we thank you for we made it through the week uh, with with your help, Father God. We thank you for everybody who's listening, Father, that there are no coincidences, that the people who are listening now are meant to be listening now, and the people who are tuning in later are meant to tune in later, Father God. We thank you for everything that you're doing in their lives and that everything is coming together for your good, Father God. We thank you, Father, for this show. We thank you for the opportunity to discuss your word, Father, with your people, Father. And we dedicate this show to you in Jesus' name. Good morning and welcome back. You are listening to Radio WFHL 88.1 FM. This is the King of Kings Morning Show. We're live every Monday through Friday, 6 a.m. to 8 a.m. Eastern Time. Today is day 136 of the King of Kings Morning Show, and man, I'm feeling much better now. Oh yeah, there you go. <laughs> Praise That's the good. Lord. I think it was just that I needed that one sip of coffee before um, before going on the air so that, so that my train of thought could mm-hmm. stay right on the tracks. 
could be a psychological thing. There could be like this could be your uh, your bell before the the food. Oh thing. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. The, the coffee before the pot, the morning what? show. Who, who who did that experiment? What did they call oh, it? Oh, it's a Russian guy, Politrov or Poly, yeah, well, Politrov. Yeah, yeah, yeah whatever it's, that. Is. Uh, so for all of you who quick synopsis, synopsis this guy uh, every time he fed his dogs, he rang a bell. Uh, and then he wanted to see if ringing the bell would cause the dogs to change their attitude, and they did. It's so like the dogs associated the ringing of the bell with the food. So whenever he would ring the bell, like the dogs would get ready to eat. Mm-hmm. It was just a mental experiment. That's funny, actually. My parents trained their dog. We we have a we have a bell next to the door, mm-hmm. like a a big full size bell, and we train the dog every time you take the dog outside. Mm-hmm. First, you take her paw, and you would hit the hit the bell with her paw, and then okay, let her go outside. So. She would equivalent with oh outside and bell. Yeah, so now exactly. she goes over to the bell and mm. hits the bell, and you're like, oh, it's time to go outside. There you go. That's- yeah. Well, she'll she'll abuse it too, and she'll be like, oh, it means attention. Oh, fair enough. Yeah. Yeah. It was it, it was um it was a two edged sword. Well, there's a story of this dog. <laughs> there's this dog that lives on a campus out in uh, one of the southern states where he saw uh, people paying for buying cookies, you know, and people would buy him a cookie, and they would like they'd pay with cash. And he equated like green things or paper to to cookies, you know. So he would pick up leaves and hand them to the person over the counter. And uh, the now they've started like actually accepting the leaves from the dog. So now the dog does it more and more. So it's a it's an interesting thing. Yeah, that's that's really cool. I remember reading that a, f- a few months ago. Yeah, that was awesome. So um, I was listening to the podcast last night as we were on our as I was on my way home. And um, I was, I forgot what episode exactly it was. But it was the first episode that we were talking about talking about the podcast. Mm-hmm. I think that might have been Probably on, tu- the it might, one. on yeah. Tuesday. And we were talking about how we were going through the Book of Jude. Mm-hmm. We have not gone we through the Book of Jude. No, not at all. Well, but that's I guess that's what it happens. You know, we 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 touch on a topic and then that goes from one place to another. And well, it was amazing because we were talking yesterday, saying, and I was just giving thanks to God on how he. I don't want to say hijacked because I mean it's his show anyway. Mm-hmm. How he just took it and he steered the steered the conversation where we had so much to talk about within those first first two days that it just took a completely different direction than what our plan was. Mm-hmm. And I mean it was it was amazing, but at the same time I was like, oh yeah, we, we were telling everybody, oh yeah, we're gonna go through the Book of Jude. We like mentioned like two scriptures out of the very beginning, and that was yeah, that was it. Mm-hmm. We talked more about the Book of Job than we did about the Book of Jude, but nonetheless. Uh, you know, that's sometimes how it goes, especially with a dynamic show, especially with the way that we that we go through the show and we're like, okay, we have an overarching topic and this is what we want to touch on. But the idea of a dynamic show where we can have a conversation about a topic is, uh, you know, it's it's going to have those times where it goes off and it goes into one direction or another. Or even the ability to um to let the Lord do the leading mm-hmm. and just really, really let him do it. Absolutely. Yeah. So uh, this week we've been talking about to recap what not we've been the talking book about, of Jude. not the book of Jude, no. Uh, but we've been talking about the effects that the well the ways that the enemy tries to derail our spiritual lives, and we talked about this idea of um, the enemy testing us in in three different ways and utilizing three different ways to try to derail us. One being the monetary things that we have, the the assets that we have. The second being the our physical bodies, the physical ailments that we can uh, contract. And then the third being the people around us and how the people around us have an effect on our lives. And um, all three are very, very solid points. You know, we look at Job, who went through all three of those different levels of, of test, you know, where he, he lost all of his monetary wealth. He started to, to degrade in health-wise, you know, with sores and cuts and things of that nature. And then everybody around him started saying, you know what, just curse God and die and get it all over with. 
And, and we can see how there's this linear progression where it's like if one thing doesn't affect your your walk with the Lord, then the enemy's going to move on to something more drastic. And if that doesn't affect your walk with the Lord, he's going to move on to something even more drastic. And it doesn't have to be in a specific order for each specific person. You know, some of us are stronger when it comes to the opinions of others. Some of us really value the opinions of others. Some of us really take our monetary wealth seriously. Some of us take our health more seriously than anything else, you know, and and the enemy knows what situation affects you the most. Amen. So that was, um, that, that was definitely interesting. It was one, while I was listening to the podcast yesterday, I was, um, I, I was just trying to pick up on like where, where we were going or how, how the Lord was beginning to develop this thing. And, um, last night, I can't wait for this one to drop so I can go back and listen to what we were saying yesterday. I mean, this is a wonderful opportunity. I'm, I'm not trying to pitch the podcast, but if uh, you haven't looked up the King of Kings Morning Show podcast yet, I, I do encourage everybody to go back and listen to it because mm-hmm. it, it began to bless me just listening to it. I said, wow, you know, I can't believe we were, well, not, I can't believe we were talking about that, but like it was really, it was ministering to me too. Mm-hmm. Now this is already a day or two after. This is, this is amazing. So I can't wait for tomorrow, uh, yesterday's podcast to, to be released where um, yesterday we were talking about the sufferings that we go through and sometimes the the sufferings that we endure and the things that occur like that we incur then it's not always a like a direct result of something we've done mm-hmm. and i i really feel like we we cornered the the question of like why do why do we suffer like the the biggest question in 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 human existence not like where was i born why why do i exist but usually like one of the biggest questions is like why do suffer like why do we suffer why do bad things happen to good people mm-hmm. and we were reading um and a little excerpt out of uh the book his utmost for no my utmost for his highest by oswald chambers and he was saying you know sometimes we just go through stuff so that the lord can use it for his glory mm-hmm. and he he used the example of jesus going to the cross and uh fulfilling the will of god and it, how it wasn't jesus's perfect it wasn't his will per se where he even said like take this cup if it's possible take this cup for me mm-hmm. i don't i don't want to do this but he but he was humble enough to accept the will of god for his life and just walk through it and uh for the joy that he knew he was going to receive on the other side endured the cross the bible says so after we were talking about that yesterday i was i was here in the sanctuary for a few minutes and um you know the the lord really struck me like i mean i had a i had like a like a like a spiritual crisis moment mm-hmm. like i'm not saying like oh like my life is is trash i'm having a crisis but like the lord really brought me to a place where i mean like he 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 wrecked me i was in an intimate place with the lord in my heart and he like he was showing me how we may like we say we surrender our lives to Jesus. We have a surrendered life. We let the Lord be in control of our life. But how many times do we tr- we shape the narrative and that we, we let the Lord do what he wants to do but only so far. We have this picture that we've made in our minds of what our lives going to look like or what we want to do if it's even if it's ministry like God I want to do this that and this. And 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 the Lord was the Lord was just, he, he brought me to this place in my heart and I'm trying to, it's, it's really hard to communicate with, with words exactly mm-hmm. what I went through. But it's like, even if you want, wanted to go somewhere else, like, how do I say this? I think that, I think that what you're trying to equate to is the idea that like parents don't let their children eat ice cream for breakfast. It's like, they don't, it's not that they don't want them to have uh, fun or eat, eat something interesting, but it's because that they know that it'll affect them in a negative way in the long run. 
the the short term effect is is positive, but the long term effect is negative. And sometimes we we face God and we we try to fight God and we try to go in and we're like God, I know better than I I I know this and this is this is what I want to do. And God is saying, okay, th- this isn't where I I need you to be right now, or this isn't where I want you to be. Or even I mean, even so much deeper. If, if the Lord was like, okay, like you 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 have these areas surrendered and you're sh- and like and and you're straightening out your way and you're going in like mm-hmm. the right way, but like. If I if I if I told you just go do something completely different if you if you just give this up and go do something I mean something as as menial as like if you had to go to a nursing home and just like wash people for mm-hmm. the rest of your life like that and that was my will for 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 you like mm-hmm. could you just just do it whether that's the and I, I sat sat back and said wow like wow that that's a that's a real that's a real thing mm-hmm. like something that would be completely contrary to to that narrative that we've built in our minds or the idea of what we think the Lord wants us to do or what we're doing. And I mean, it's usually pleasing for us and it's, it's so true. Mm-hmm. But at the end of the day, that, that surrendered life is if the Lord said remix, I, I need you to go and take care of your wife because she incurred this terrible accident. And, mm-hmm. and now the rest of your life is going to just serve this person. Could you do it? Would you do it? It's not your life to decide what you're going to do or not, because you said it's, it's my, it's mine now and it's me living through you. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, it's it's this is this thing's very hard to to put into words. I'm trying to wrap my brain around uh, I th- communicating where exactly the Lord took me. I think that stems from an idea of pride. That the real the goal is, is is are you completely surrendered to God? And and we have these types of conversations a lot where we talk about the idea of do you really believe in God? Do you really surrender to God? And and that's really a serious question because we can say, I think when most of us say, I surrender to God. It's I surrender to God within my constraint. Yeah, of right. It's, what it's I within do. within my it's within yeah. my terms. As I long surrender. as God asks me to do something within this box, everything's well and good. And some of us have a larger span of things that we'll go and do. But very, I think I I'll say with with fair certainty that a lot of us or most of us don't have like an unlimited spectrum where we say God, whatever you say. If you if you woke me up in the middle of the night and I know that I know that I know that you said. I need you to buy a plane ticket right now, one-way plane ticket, and go. You know, how many of us would actually go and do that? You know, or or somebody said, or if God said to you, and you knew that you knew that you knew that it was God, and God said, I need you to quit your job and go help this person do this thing. You know, that's a very serious step to take. Mm-hmm. You know, and I, and I don't know if a lot of us are... Or at that level, and and if we and if some of you are, that's that's amazing. That's an amazing level to be at with God, you know, and to interact with God on that level. But that's a very difficult test for a lot of people to when God says go to go. Amen. I, I really feel like you're starting to you're st- mm-hmm. you're starting to to grab it pretty good now. Mm-hmm. That's um, that that was that was kind of the extent of what I was going at. So so praise the Lord. Um, for all for all of you listening today, I I really encourage everybody to really step back and take a sober look at at where we're going in the Lord, where the direction of the body of Christ is going, and how much do we have surrendered really to the Lord? Mm-hmm. Have we surrendered to the point where where it's it's that wherever you whatever you want, God, not what whatever you want within my within my ideals or my directions or my goals or whatever my will is, because it's the Bible says it's no longer us who lives, but Jesus Christ that lives through us. Mm-hmm. And that, that real surrendered life is to walk the will of God for our lives, not our will taint like tinctured and uh seasoned with with God's will here and there. It's like just the, the perfect will of God for our lives. Mm-hmm.
We talk about the idea of Abraham. Abraham did that. You know, Abraham was a situated person. He had respect. He had he had a position. He had like he had wealth. He had a a, a fair like title in his in his area. You know, and God said, "Hey, you know what? Leave." Go, not even go somewhere, like somewhere specific. He said, go somewhere that I am going to tell you. Uh, leave your father's house. Leave leave everything that you have, you know, and pick up, uproot, and go. I mean, you can say, like, you can take the, the stuff that isn't nailed down, but I'm sure Abraham had property. He had, uh, like, positions of people around him, you know, things of that nature. And God just said, hey, like, let's go. And Abraham said, okay, no problem. And how much of a reward he received from... That that little piece. I mean, little. It's it's a massive step of faith, but Amen. from that one action, and it was and it was very uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. Just just like Jesus going to the cross was very uncomfortable, mm-hmm. but we could see that he, he said, "Not my will be done, Father, but Your will be done." Absolutely, Amen. So uh, we've been talking for quite some time. We're going to take a quick break. And what song is this, Benjamin? Uh, this is a Ren Collective. But really quickly, uh, thank you, Betty, for reaching out to us. It is not too cold for Hawaiian Friday. Hawaiian Friday is a state of mind, as we say. But uh, <laughs> but uh, I I am working on getting a, a uh, hoodie that is Hawaiian themed, as opposed to having to wear the 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 shirts in the cold. So uh, God willing, everything goes well. That'll that'll happen. But it is still Hawaiian Friday, so no problem. Ho- happy. Thank you for reaching out to us. We greatly appreciate it, and to all of the rest of you who have already reached out to us. Amen. Thank happy Hawaiian well. Fri- Friday, everybody. Good morning and welcome back to the King of Kings Morning Show. You are listening to Radio WFHL 88.1 FM. Today is day 136 of the King of Kings Morning Show. And it's a happy Hawaiian Friday here in our downtown New Bedford studio. Yes, it is. Amen. So uh, we've been talking this morning kind of a, of a mixed bag, mm-hmm. just uh, just kind of having a discussion. If you'd like to join the discussion, you can call us 508-991-7600. Once again, that phone number 508-991-7600. That's where we're taking any prayer requests, any song requests. So if you'd like to just jump into the conversation, 508-991-7600. The, the one thing about this conversation that we've been having that's very interesting, you know, it, it comes from, I, I still think this comes or stems from the idea of pride, but it also stems from this idea of, you know, that we... And I guess this is also rooted in pride that it's like, you know, I had an idea about what I was signing up for, you know, and it's like, that's not my, that's not in my job description type of, of deal is what we're playing with God. We're like, where we're like, well, you know, I signed up and I thought I was just going to like coast and, you know, I was just going to be here and I was going to get a free ticket in and we were all just going to chill out and pretend like I wasn't sitting, you know, and or, just like, or, or not, or not even coast. I didn't sign up. I, I signed up to go be this missionary or I signed up to go be this, um, this, this musician or this preacher mm-hmm. or this thing. But it's like, but, but mm-hmm. really it's like you, you are called to go in and, and wash old people and clean toilets mm-hmm. and, and sweep up. Absolutely. I think that it's like a, it's like this idea of entitlement where it's like, I'm, I did all of this work. I signed up. You need me more than I need you type of thing where I am entitled to do this thing, you know, be a, a, a televangelist or be an evangelist or be a prophet or whatever, you know? And, and I think that that's where it really stems from where it's this idea of like, we think that we're doing God a favor. And then it's like that God would dare ask us to do something other than what we picture doing is like outrageous to us. And it's like, that's a, that's a scary place to be where we're saying to God, like, God, you know, I'm doing you a favor by being a part of your, of your community of individuals. So why are you asking me to do something that I don't want to do? Like, since when are you the boss, you know, type of thing. And I don't know if we do it consciously because that's a very dangerous statement to make, but 
I think that a lot of us do that subconsciously where we're like, that's below me and I'm not going to do that thing. Right. It's it, it really that that's a lot of what, what I what I could kind of see, too, from my perspective that the Lord put me in yesterday saying like there there wasn't. um How do I how, how do I say this? Like we do we, we do it even even on a, on a level that we don't see it where, where we say, OK, God, well, I, I give you this much, but only this far. Because I've I've predetermined that this is how the rest the rest of the way it should be, uh-huh. or this is what I would like to see. This is what I want, my wants, my needs, and um, really, it's 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 important to be able to keep those wants and desires in check. And as we were talking during the break, I was trying to put put that encounter in perspective. And uh, yesterday we were talking about uh, bread offerings and drink offerings briefly. I, I touched on it, talking about these are the offerings that you can't get back, brack, uh, brack back. Once you <laughs> once you break bread, you can't put it back together. Mm. Once you pour out a drink offering, once you pour, like, say you have a cup of, of wine or grape juice, once you pour out that cup, you, you can't get that liquid back. Mm-hmm. It's And it's the same with the offerings for us, saying, God, you know, I offer you my full life. I offer you all of my skills. It's that broken bread offering now where I'm broken for you and I, I can't get it back and I'm willing to do whatever you want me to do. I'm willing to do whatever it takes now mm-hmm. according to your will and your good pleasure rather than my own ideas or whatever I think it should go and how it should go. Mm-hmm. And that was... The, the Lord took that and put that even in a deeper context so we can narrow this box even fuller, saying that um, he was showing me that we, we should be praying for uh, our daily bread today and really be focused on today. And when we keep our eyes on today and we're not worried about what tomorrow is, we, we can be a lot more effective for the kingdom of God, whether it's uh, monetarily, because there's nothing wrong with having a safety net or the security for the future. But um, I mean, really, all that matters is the moment of right now. Mm-hmm. And as long as your needs are met, and Jesus said, I'll give you your daily bread right now. Mm. As long as you're okay right now, like right, right now, the f- the future doesn't concern you. Mm. As long as you don't look too back, too far back into the past and say, hey, look, look what was behind me. This is what happened to me before. As long as we're concerned about the moment right here and now, we start to disqualify ourselves from being super effective, that broken bread and that poured out wine, because we're worried about the 10 steps in the future. And that's the box that we end up putting God in. Mm-hmm. And I mean, it's... I, I hope this is easy enough to no, follow. No, no, absolutely. This is, this is just, I feel like I'm knocking on the door. I'm on like, like like an edge of of some kind of perspective shift or like this revelation that I can't wait to share with everybody. Mm-hmm. Absolutely, you know, and, and we see an example of this in the Word of God. You know, when the Israelites were in the desert and they're waiting for the manna and they're like, they're like, mo- like, this is and you know this happens to a lot of us and not necessarily in the same way but you know the same concept like these people saw bread fall from heaven or well not necessarily fall but you know you get the concept there was bread on the floor wrapped you know whatever there's bread on the floor and you know they go out and they pick up the the manna on, of the, for the day and then they have the audacity to be like but is it going to come back tomorrow and it's like you just you saw this like this this thing just appear from nowhere you see this this bread you know you see this manna from heaven and and you you ask is it going to show up again tomorrow it's like what what is it is it that difficult for god god has like a bread supply that yeah, which right. he which he can pull from and like oh one day it's going to run out and we're not going to have any more bread and it's going to be like god's going to be like well you know it is what it is <laughs> <laughs> like this is like you we we have to really take a look at like who are we we're comparing god to ourselves 
And that's what it comes down to is like we look at God and we say, God is not capable of everything because I am not capable of everything, mm-hmm. you know, and, and I don't think well, we do the, it and consciously. The, and there's, and, right. But there's there it is. And there's pride saying like it's that's God in, in the God is God of mm-hmm. I. Yeah, because it, because I'm not capable and I can't do this all now. God's not capable because I, I can't fathom it. Absolutely. You know, and and to, to all of you who are thinking to yourself, well, I don't do that. I don't think that God's limited like me, you know. And, you know, the the things that we worry about are so interesting, you know, and, and for a lot of people, the idea of having a monetary safety net is very important and, you know, and, and you know, being able to support yourself is very important. And we, we kind of take away that responsibility from God and we take away that power from God and we're like, well, you know, if God stops my flow of income, I have to be ready for when he fails, you know, and we're like expecting God to fail. And it's, 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 I'm not saying zero out your bank account and go like do like random stuff what i'm saying is like why are we are we afraid of god shutting down our income are we afraid of god not being able to provide for us are we afraid of all of these things i mean the bible says you know think of the the sparrows of the of like the, yeah. the birds of the air and the the mm-hmm. you know the animals on the earth you know do they worry about where they're going to get their food from do they worry about like god provides for them why wouldn't he provide for us you know i have this wonderful example i was thinking of i've had friends who've um the, the lord has brought them through a lot in the past even 10 years and you can you can see uh, that i mean I'm, I'm I'm trying to to use it in the most like positive and light light example. I mean, they've had everything that they've needed. Mm-hmm. They may they may not have everything that they've wanted within these past ten years, but they've had everything that they've needed. And you can you can see that the Lord has sustained them for so long. And yet sometimes there there's these these um inevitable like worries of oh God, well where's this going to happen? Where's this going to come through? And I was having a talk with them the other day, and I was saying like. Listen, God has brought you this so far, and we've had these scares all the time of, oh, what's going to happen here, and what's going to happen this, and we're gonna, everything's going to go away, and we're going to lose everything. I'm like, whoa, 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 whoa. Mm-hmm. I've, I've, I've seen this movie a couple times now, where we've, we've come to these crisis moments because we, tr- we try to grab, it, grab onto it, and we had these anxieties like, oh, God, well, I, I have to do this, mm-hmm. when it's like, God brought us this far. God made sure that you had all of your needs met, even when, I mean, it was, it was really dark for a long time. But you're still here, mm-hmm. and the Lord always gave you what you needed. Just focus on today. Focus on your daily bread of today, and you'll be so much more effective. You'll 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 be at, um, so much more peaceful mm-hmm. if you say, "Okay, well, I have everything I need for today. I don't know where it's going to come from tomorrow, but mm-hmm. we're going to step into tomorrow, and uh, whatever happens, happens. And my life is in your hands, God. Whatever happens to me now is in your hands. I'm going to do the best with whatever's wh- whatever I can touch and feel around me, but only limited to what I could see right now." Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And I think that I don't know if this is necessarily an American thing, but I think that it's very true in America that sometimes our eyes are bigger than our stomachs, you know, and, and what, what I mean sometimes. by that is like most of the time, you know, and it's like, you know, we, we go and we're like, I need this and I need that and I need this. And it's like, no. And, and all of us fall into this where we're like, OK, I need that thing. But it's like, no, you really don't. And it's like to lighten this up, like Tyler and I are car guys, you know, do I need a Porsche? Like no, I don't need a Porsche. You know, I can I can deal with like a like a ninety eight Honda Accord. You know, like something like that. Like that's the, if it comes down to it, that's fine. You know, there's nothing wrong with that. But it's like, why do we want the Porsche? Because we always want something better. We always want something nicer. We always want something more. You know, where once and this is what I when I when I talk to my friends who are very well off. You know, they say that the goalpost always moves. Mm-hmm. You know, when you have a Honda Accord, you want 
a new car. You want like a off the lot car, something small, like a sa- same Honda Accord, just off the lot. That's like your goal. Once you achieve that, then you're like, oh, you know, I mean, I got a couple bucks. Maybe I can save here, here, there. I get a nice little sports car, maybe a Corvette, something, something nice, maybe like a Charger, whatever. You know, you spend a couple bucks, you and then then the goalpost moves again. Then it becomes, why don't I get two sports cars? Right. You know, and then it goes, well, why don't I just combine these and get a really nice one, you know, and, and the goalpost keeps moving. And if you're if you're basing your happiness on how close you are to a goalpost, when the goalpost moves away, your happiness moves away with it, mm-hmm. you know, and, and I think that that's what it comes down to with us and, and God and supplying for us to circle it all the way back around. When we think that God is a separate entity, when we think that God is something else, we look at the things around us and we say, what do I have compared to the goalposts that I have in my life? What are my goals and what are my aspirations? You know, And th- sometimes those goals and aspirations don't line up with where God wants you to be and what God wants you to be used for. And then when we do the dangerous prayers, like Chris Valentin says, and we're like, God, I want you to do the best for me. I want you to, I want you to have your way in my life. I want you to, me to love the things that you love and hate the things that you hate. And God is like, all of your goals and aspirations go against everything that I want you to do. You know, then you're never going to achieve those things. Or even so, sometimes we, I, I think we, we base our happiness. Uh, how do we say it? Like to please the Lord is. It depends on us being happy too. Mm-hmm. When uh, sometimes that's not that. That's not so. Mm-hmm. I mean, I don't, I don't want, I don't want to say this in some strong language, but we could say like, oh, you know, God, like my my service for you and my availability for you only depends on if I have those two sports cars in my garage right mm-hmm. now, so that I'm happy, so that we can, can keep going and we can keep playing this game together. Mm-hmm. When really, if if our ultimate goal, you you were saying that goalpost moves, and we mm-hmm. we we talk about it as like a status symbol. But um, if our ultimate goal is the pleasure of the Lord, sometimes it it's it's not based on our own pleasure. Mm-hmm. And a lot of times we usually set our goals based on our own happiness or our own pleasure. But when we can shift our perspective and saying, you know, my ultimate goal is to make you happy, God, and, and, and to fulfill the perfect will of God for my life. I mean, that's what Jesus did. Mm-hmm. This is just a wonderful example of what Jesus did. He said, you know, what? I only do what the Father tells me so that he can be glorified. Absolutely. And the thing that that just came to my mind, you know, and we're going to take this and run, then we're going to go to a break, is that we're not stable in our desires, too. You oh, know, yeah. humans, we as humans, we, we see something new and we change. I know this guy. He has a house in Marbella, Spain. He's rebuilt that house like five times. He's he's like made it the way that he wants it. And then the next two, three months later, he rips up a part of it and rebuilds it and adds something else in it. You know, and, and that's that to me is like the example of this guy is always changing his mind. You know, he wants this. He wants that. He wants this. He wants that. You know, and it's like imagine if we lived our life like that and God is watching us and he's saying, how can I trust you with with power in my kingdom? How can I trust you with a position in my kingdom if you're always sliding back and sliding forth, you know? and changing direction and moving where, you know, that's why God is like, I have to point you in a specific direction. And for me to point you in a specific direction, you have to understand that I'm the captain and I'm the one who's saying this. And if you want to be the captain, you're going to steer the boat in the wrong direction. And I can't let you do that. Amen. You know, so, so take hold of that today. And maybe that was for somebody. <laughs> yeah, that, that that's so true. When we, um when we shift our perspective and say that we our ultimate goal is to make the Lord happy and to mm-hmm. please the Lord and to find the perfect will of God for our own lives. We'll see that that's um that that will clear up a lot of things. Absolutely. 
Good morning and welcome back to the King of Kings Morning Show. You're listening to Radio WFHL 88.1 FM. Today is day 136 here in the King of Kings studio. It's a happy Hawaiian Friday here in the studio. Thank you so much, Betty, for reaching out to us and giving us your prayer request this morning. Uh, this morning we're going to be joining our faith with our sister Betty Ray, uh, Betty Ray, <laughs> uh, Betty Ann Dasher, and we're going to be uh, praying for her sister. I guess her sister was diagnosed with some kind of cardiovascular heart blockage. Let's see if I can pull up that text here. Her sister Priscilla got news of cardiovascular blockages in her heart, so we're praying that she will believe the prayer of the hopeful and God's report, not the doctor's. So we're going to lift her up in prayer, and we're all going to agree with Betty this morning. So, Heavenly Father, we agree with our sister Betty, Lord, and we bring Priscilla before your throne, God. We thank you, Lord, that there's nothing impossible for you, and you said all things are possible to those who believe. So we join our report with your report, God, that you're the doctor of all doctors, that you're the great physician, that your word brings life and health, and that you bring healing to her, Father. So we speak healing to that heart, that our heart be unstopped, unblocked now in Jesus' name, and that our heart will be removed, that heart of stone will be removed, and she'll have a heart of flesh so that she can receive your word and be transformed by the renewing of her mind with the word of God daily, and that she'll come to know you as her Lord and Savior in a deeper, more intimate way. So, Father, we thank you for the healing. We thank you for the good testimony, for the good report. Lord, that you love your children and that healing is the bread of the children. So, Father, we thank you and we bless you for what you're doing. And we can't wait to hear that wonderful report in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. So we've been talking about today about a bunch of different things. We've been talking about, you know, having God be the actual center of our lives, you know, having having God, you know, actually direct our lives and not not to say that God is the center of our lives and not to say that God is the the director of our lives and actually not heed what he's saying, you know? How many times has God asked us to do something, even even something small, you know, as something like, oh, give that person a ride or put in our heart to, like, give someone 50 bucks or something of that nature, you know? And, and we've just completely disregarded him. And and I wonder, it probably comes down to this idea that it's like, we ask God to, to help, to, we ask God to ask us to do the big things, but we completely disregard him in the small things. And I think that that's where a lot of this also stems from, is this idea that, you know, if if God is asking us to do stuff and we're just not doing it, then how do we expect him to ask us to do larger, more important tasks and not, you know? Amen. Uh, Jesus said faithful in the little and, and you'll be faithful over much, but faithless in the little, you'll be faithless over much mm-hmm. so we can see that um the real the real step of being a good steward of the things of god and the revelation of god and the word of god and even uh being a good ambassador is to be faithful in the little things that god gives us mm-hmm. um i've told a wonderful testimony here on radio wfhl a few times of how i was um this is already quite a few years back but i was driving a vehicle that i wasn't so happy about and i would complain to god all the time because i, I loved jeeps and i always had jeeps growing up and i wasn't driving a jeep at that time but i wanted a jeep so bad mm-hmm. Um, and I was like, oh, God, I, I I hate this truck that I have now. Like, I want something else. And I felt like the Lord talked to me. He's like, well, did you think about just taking care of it first? Mm-hmm. And um, eventually, you know, I really, I conceded with the Lord, and I began to take care of it. Like, if it was a Jeep that I actually wanted, and um, the Lord ended up blessing me short time after, once he could see that I was faithful in taking care of the thing that I didn't like, mm-hmm. and then he actually gave me the thing that I did like afterwards. And it was, um, it's wonderful. So, so beloved, take hold of that today to be faithful in the little things, and wherever you are, wherever you're at, whatever you can do, be the best steward, the best believer that you can be. Um, cultivate the ground around you so that the Lord can trust you with something so much bigger, so much brighter. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. You know, we talk about this idea that uh, it, you have to be prepared to be a leader. You have to be prepared to be uh, in a certain position you can't just like get plopped down into a 
into like a position. You know, a, a lot of us, you know, if we were given the if we were given the helm of a of a hundred million dollar company, a billion dollar company, we would run it to the ground very quickly. You know, because we don't know what it's like to run a hundred million dollar company. We don't like we don't know what it's like to run a billion dollar company. You have to work your way up. You have to learn the steps, learn the tricks, learn the trade. You know, before you can just be given this thing. And some of us are going through that going through that process and we don't like the process we only want to see the results and uh it's a it is a process it takes time amen so beloved take heart know that the lord is control of everything and the bible says to trust in the lord with all your heart and lean not on your own understanding in all your ways acknowledge the lord and he'll direct your paths so you can see that the lord is faithful and he'll be able to bring you through the thing that you're going through today absolutely Amen. So um, this whole week has been um, definitely a mixed bag of topics, but I really feel like the ult- the ultimate goal is for us to trust the Lord with all our heart and to really uh, lean not on our own understanding. And wherever we, whatever we do, wherever we go, we we need to do it with the best of our ability, with all of our hearts, and to really um, be that broken bread and that poured out wine before the Lord to say, you know, God, whatever it is you need me to do, wherever it is you need me to go, God, I'm willing to do it, regardless of of my happiness or my. Um, my self-satisfaction. Absolutely. You know, and self-satisfaction is the, the big thing. You know, a lot of us, we're, we think of like, oh, you know, at the end of the day, uh, whatever it is, as long as I'm happy. And sometimes that's not the, the end goal. Sometimes we have to uh, like sacrifice our own self, uh, self-happiness self or, or we have to l- utilize a, a bit of our happiness to, to help forward a project. Amen. Right? Good morning. Welcome back to the King of Kings Morning Show. You are listening to Radio WFHL 88.1 FM. Thank you, Brother Mark, so much for your prayer request this morning. And before we break to Charles Caps, we're going to agree with you in prayer this morning. So our Brother Mark's prayer here sent into King of Kings Christian Church and our uh, wonderful studio here at Radio WFHL was for us to agree. He asked the Heavenly Father to watch over all the homeless people who are outside right now. So, Father, give them shelter and give them warmth. No matter what circumstances... They are children of the Most High God, so blessings to all of them. So, Father, we bless you and we thank you, God, and we ask, Father, in Jesus' name, that you provide supernatural provision, that you raise up your men and women of prayer, your men and women of service, God, to go and reach those lost, broken, homeless, and needy. Father, we thank you for all that you're doing here in this greater New Bedford region, and Lord, we're believing for no homelessness in this area, in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. So this has been a wonderful uh, first half of our block here at King of Kings Christian Church at 71 William Street in our downtown New Bedford studio. And uh, it's day 136 here of the King of Kings Morning Show. It's been a wonderful show this morning. Yes, it is. It's been a blessing to be here with you, as always. Uh, it is Hawaiian Friday, praise God, 136. We've made it through another week today. This week was a short week, only uh, Tuesday to Friday. So uh, it's a blessing to be here with you once again. We're here live every Monday through Friday, 6 a.m. to 8 a.m. Eastern Time. Uh, don't forget, on Sunday, we have a service, Sunday 10 a.m. and Sunday 6 p.m., both of which are broadcast live on RadioWFHL.com and on Radio WFHL 88.1 FM, New Bedford. Uh, and, well, of course, you're always welcome to come down and join us here at 71 William Street in New Bedford, Massachusetts. So uh, definitely come down and join us. Amen. So uh, you are listening to Radio WFHL 88.1 FM in the greater New Bedford region and all over the globe on Radio WFHL.com or through the King of Kings Morning Show podcast on any major podcast platform that provides podcasts. <laughs> We're still working on that that role in there. But uh, thank you so much for tuning in. Uh, if you'd like to give us a phone call here in the station, we have a phone number 508-991-7600. Once again, that phone number 508 508- 
888-991-7600. Or you can send in any offerings or write to us. Radio WFHL, P.O. Box 3025 in New Bedford, 02741. Once again, that uh, that mailing address for any offerings or any prayer requests, if you'd just like to write to us, Radio WFHL, P.O. Box 3025. In New Bedford, 02741. We'd like to thank all of our partners here uh, who partner with us at Radio WFHL. We are a listener-funded station. And if you'd like to partner with Radio WFHL, there's uh, one of two ways you can give. You can give through uh, our P.O. Box. You can send us a check or money order to P.O. Box 3025 in New Bedford. Or you can go to our webpage, RadioWFHL.com. Scroll down to the bottom. There's a link for PayPal. PayPal is a secure way to give through debit or credit card. It's my preferred way of giving to Radio WFHL. And Radio WFHL is a nonprofit organization organization where 90% of the offerings that come in are to maintain the station and keep the lights on, and 10% we give back out to the Yuval School of Worship in Jerusalem, Israel, which is a wonderful way to get a double blessing. The Bible says in uh, Genesis chapter 12, I will bless those who bless you and curse those who curse you, talking about Abraham, the father of Israel. So we can see that we receive a wonderful blessing when we bless Jerusalem. We're listening to Radio WFHL 88.1 FM in the greater New Bedford region and all over the globe on RadioWFHL.com. Or you could be listening to the King of Kings podcast on every major podcast platform available. This is day 136 of the King of Kings Morning Show. We're here live in the studio Monday through Friday, 6 a.m. to 8 a.m. Eastern Time. If you're listening, you'd like to give us a prayer request, like to like like us to give you a shout out you can call us here at the station 508-991-7600 once again 508-991-7600 thank you brothers jc for calling us during the break we really appreciate your continued support and also brother julio thank you so much we were reading your letters that we just got uh last night thank you so much for writing to us this morning uh your letters are so encouraging we we can't wait to write back to you again and we will definitely keep your daughter and your wife in prayer Absolutely, yeah. We greatly appreciate each and every one of you who write in and let us know. You know, it's interesting to have this this type of audience interaction where uh, some of you know us and uh, some of you some of you know us and we don't know you, which is interesting, or no, don't know like what you look like, or or some of you we don't even know at all because you don't you don't let us know or something like that. But it's interesting that this is one of those platforms where it's uh, you know we we have like uh, a talk and you're part of that conversation but we don't necessarily know that you're there so that's we greatly appreciate all of you who let us know that you're listening let us know what you think of the show what you think of the topics that we talk about and we greatly appreciate it amen and it's uh, such a blessing now to have the king of kings morning show podcast available yeah. where um like i was saying i was listening to one of them as we were as i was driving home last night and i was like wow you know what this is really blessing me right now mm-hmm. being on the on the receiving end of the podcast so um if you haven't checked out the king of kings podcast or tell your friends and family about the king of kings podcast it's a wonderful way if if you can't get up at 6 a.m or anywhere between Uh six and eight to be able to just go back and uh hear hear an amazing conversation uh tell them it's found on any every major podcast uh platform yeah we're on 10 10 different platforms uh we'll have to pull up the the full list one of these days and and look at all of them but uh it's really cool Uh, it's awesome that we have the ability to broadcast to all of you and uh you know we greatly appreciate you listening and downloading and listening and letting people know and uh, telling them to download as well. So we greatly appreciate it. Amen. So so we're going to transition into our normal uh, routine of Proverbs. Proverbs is a wonderful way to start your day. Uh, our brother Julio wrote to us and he said, you know what, there's no better breakfast than waking up and eating from the King of Kings morning show. So thank you so much. Maybe we're going to uh, to keep rolling that in throughout the, the morning show history as we're talking about. So there's no better way to start the day than to have a big old bowl of Proverbs. So today is... Uh, 
Today is November 16, so we'll be reading Proverbs 16 out of the New King James Version. You know, I feel like that was really premeditated, you know, because that was too smooth, Tyler. Like, I feel like you've I'm said that a right lot. Now, like, I'm going <laughs> to tell you right now, I just shot that from the hip. I haven't thought about that. I haven't. <laughs> that was too That was too refined. Like, that was too... Oh, no, that was, that was completely go. spontaneous. Praise the Lord. Uh, improv. There we go. We could have an improv day. Then nonetheless... Uh, the, every day is improv day here. Uh, but uh, we're going to Proverbs 16, uh, and uh, like Tyler loves to say, if you want to uh, do, do the digital Bible, it's up here, right above go. my head. There you go. Uh, we're getting better that's, with the pointing. That's, that's the that's the one roll in that I have on top of you. Oh yeah, that's true. It is true. You know, it's like the camera angle, but eventually we'll get it. I remember right in the beginning we were like pointing in the complete opposite direction, and it was it was funny. Amen. So praise the Lord if you're watching on Radio WFHL eighty eight of Radio WFHL dot com. <laughs> you can you can scroll up above Benjamin's head there. There's a little link for a digital Bible app, uh, so you can follow along. Yes. And we'll be reading Proverbs 16 out of the New King James Version this morning. Absolutely. So, Proverbs 16. The preparations of the heart belong to man, but the answer of the tongue is from the Lord. All the ways of a man are pure in his own eyes, but the Lord weighs the spirits. Commit your works to the Lord, and your thoughts will be established. The Lord has made all for himself, yes, even the wicked for the day of doom. Everyone proud in, his, everyone proud in heart is an abomination to the Lord. Though they join forces, none will go unpunished. In mercy and truth, atonement is provided for iniquity. And by the fear of the Lord, one departs from evil. When a man's ways please the Lord, he makes his, even his enemies to be at peace with him. Amen. Better is a little righteousness than vast revenues without justice. A man's heart plans his way, but the Lord directs his steps. Divination is on the lips of the king. His mouth must not transgress in judgment. Honest weights and scales are the Lord's. All the weights in the bag are his work. It is an abomination for kings to commit wickedness. For a throne is established by righteousness. Righteous lips are the delight of kings, and they love him who speaks what is right. As messengers of death is the king's wrath, but a wise man will appease it. In the light of the king's face is life, and his favor is like the cloud of a latter rain. How much better to get wisdom than gold, and to get understanding is to be chosen rather than silver. The highway of the upright is to depart from evil. He who keeps his way preserves his soul. Pride goes before destruction, and a haughty spirit before a fall. Better to be of a humble spirit with the lowly than to divide the spoil with the proud. He who heeds the word wisely will find good, and whoever trusts in the Lord, happy is he. The wise in heart will be called prudent, and sweetness of the lips increases learning. Understanding is a wellspring of life to him who has it, but the correction of fools is his folly. The heart of the wise teaches his mouth and adds learning to his lips. Pleasant words are like a honeycomb, sweetness to the soul and health to the bones. There is a way that seems right to a man, but its, its end is the way of death. The person who labors labors for himself, for his hungry mouth drives him on. An ungodly man digs up evil, and it is on his lips like a burning fire. A perverse man sows strife, and a whisper separates the best of friends. A violent man entices his neighbor and leads him in a way that is not good. He winks his eye to devise per perverse things, and he, pursu he pursues his lips and brings about evil. The silver-haired head is a crown of glory, if it is found in the way of righteousness." He who is slow to anger is better than the mighty, and he who rules his spirit than he who takes a city. The lot is cast into the lap, but its every decision is from the Lord. Proverbs 16. 
Amen. So I love the first couple of verses of Proverbs 16 here, especially in the Amplified Bible. I'll, I'll read them again. It says, The plans and the reflections of the heart belong to man, but the wise answer of the tongue is from the Lord. All the ways of a man are clean and innocent in his own eyes, and he may see nothing wrong with his actions, but the Lord weighs and examines the motives and intents of the heart and knows the truth. Commit your works to the Lord, submit and trust them to him. And your plans will succeed if you respond to his will and guidance. For the Lord has made everything for its own purpose, even the wicked, according to their role in the day of evil. Amen. So that, that was Proverbs 16, 1 through 4 in the Amplified. And it, it's wonderful how the Amplified just opens it up to be able to um, give those little extra words for those hinges of revelation. So we can see especially this last one here. Um, verse 3, uh, commit your works to the Lord, submit and trust them to him. And your plans will succeed if you respond to his will and guidance. And that's really, I, I feel like that's a lot of what we are talking about today mm. is submitting to his will and guidance so that when we commit our works to the Lord saying, you know what, God, whatever it is according to your will to do, I'll do it. No questions asked. And your plans will succeed if you respond to his will and guidance. So that's, that, that's wonderful. And that's a process too. You know, we, we say this and, you know, the word of God says it and it's, and it sounds like, okay, just do this thing and everything will be all right. But it is a process to, to really truthfully believe in God and believe that he's going to do everything correctly, you know, and, and to trust him, you know, so if you're failing in this, in this aspect, if you say, okay, I don't know if I have a true faith in God, I don't know if I have a true faith in that God is going to do what he says he's going to do, you know, understand that it's a process and just every day trusting God a little bit more and understand that he's going to be there. You know, that's, that's the process. It's like peeling away an onion mm -hmm. and you can really, you can really see it that way. It's that continual yes of saying yes to one layer and then it gets pulled back just a little bit. Bit, or like the scratching away or or digging away say we're we were um we were trying to get through a, um we, we were mining into a hill mm. it's the it's that scoop of dirt at a time one scoop of dirt at a time to be able to get deeper in and um the, the more scoops you take the more times you say yes to the will and plan of god and we put ourselves um we we put our our best interests away mm -hmm. we can we can see that the lord will take us deeper and deeper and deeper and we'll get a different perspective amen amen uh, did you have anything? Um, uh, there's, there's a bunch of stuff here. The, uh, 21, the wise in heart will be called prudent and sweetness of the lips increases learning. You know, uh, this is, and then 22, understanding is a wellspring of life to him who has it, but the correction of fools is folly. You know, the, that second part is really the important part. Understanding is a wellspring of life to him who has it. It, understanding it is so important and, and taking the time to, to really process things and, you know, not going against the grain really just, just to go against the grain and not to, to, to just, um, that knee jerk reaction we talk about where it's like the very first thing that you think about is probably not the best one. So understanding and taking time to process things, it saves us a lot of, of pain and suffering. And then it says here in 22 on the Amplified, it says understanding in parentheses, spiritual insight is refreshing and boundless wellspring of life to those who have it. Amen. And then the second part of that verse, but the correction of fools is folly. Uh, you know, if you're if you're interacting with people who refuse to learn and refuse to 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 go through the process of learning that it's not worth even correcting them because then it's you know, right. The the Bible says in Proverbs and many other places too that like uh whether the the fool rages or laughs when you correct him there there's no um he he just he doesn't retain it. He doesn't receive it. So we can see that one of the characteristic traits of foolishness is um, being unteachable, mm -hmm. unwilling to uh, yield to the correction of the Lord. 
Uh, we can see here uh, verse 28, Proverbs 16, 28. A perverse man spreads strife and one who gossips separates intimate friends. Mm-hmm. And we can see that even uh, even with the best intentions, if we go around and, and start gossiping about our friends, we'll, we'll end up being separated from them. Mm-hmm. And then 33 is very important. The, the lot is cast into the lap, but it's, ev- but it's every decision is from the Lord. So lots are like, uh, it's like a lottery basically. But the thing that it's saying here is things seem uh, to be coincidence. Things seem to be common, like, you know, oh, this happened just because it happened. There's no meaning to it, but that's not true. You know, every decision is from the Lord. God is in control of the the whole universe. He's the one who's making every decision. You know, even things that seem arbitrary and seem random and seem coincidence, they're not coincidences. They have a meaning. Amen. So we can see here in 32, he who is slow to anger is better and more honorable than the mighty soldier. And he who rules and controls his own spirit than he who captures a city. Amen. Amen. So that's Proverbs 16. If uh, if you're following along and you have any comments or questions about Proverbs 16, we'd love to hear from you. Or if you just had um, a wonderful revelation this morning, you can give us a call, 508-991-7600. We'd love to see how the King of Kings Morning Show has impacted your life. Good morning and welcome back to the King of Kings Morning Show. Aloha and happy Friday from our downtown New Bedford studio at 71 William Street at uh, King of Kings Christian Church here in New Bedford. Today is day 136 of the King of Kings Morning Show, and it's a wonderful and happy Hawaiian Friday. It's a snowy happy Friday. I mean, a Hawaiian Friday, (laughs) snowy happy Friday. I'm going to make that Uh, a t-shirt. A snowy Hawaiian Friday, (laughs) but but anyways, Hawaiian Friday is a state of mind. It's just just, um, a place of... I guess you, just you decide Hawaiian <laughs> Friday. <laughs> I feel like I, I, I love the idea that like the chances of someone only tuning in whenever we say that is very reasonable. Like because we say it enough that it's like Hawaiian Friday is a state of mind. Like imagine just someone just flipping through the audio like the radio and just like Hawaiian Friday is a state of mind and then click to the next one. <laughs> and just like, OK, that. So uh, if that was you and you tuned back, hey, hi, I'm calling you out. <laughs> What's <laughs> up? Praise, praise the Lord, so you're, you're not listening by accident. Nothing no. happens by chance, but the Lord is in control of all things. So this is the King of Kings Morning Show. We're here live every Monday through Friday, 6 a.m. to 8 a.m. Eastern Time, and it's wonderful for you to be here this morning. Yeah. If you'd like to give us a phone call, our phone number is 508-991-7600. Once again, phone number 508-991-7600. We're taking any prayer requests that you have, any song requests, or if you'd just like to say hi and reach out and let us know how much the King of Kings Morning Show has blessed your life. Five zero eight nine nine one seven six zero zero. I'd like to give a quick shout out to our sister Diana. Diana, thank you so much for reaching out to us, and uh, God bless you. Have a wonderful day at work today. In Jesus' name. Yeah, and to all of you guys uh, who are um, you know going to work and do, going about your day to day lives, you know, have a great day. You know, because that's a very important thing. You know, uh, like as, a, as snowy and nasty as as it is, when you start your day in God and you start with the King of Kings Morning Show, you'll be thinking about. Wonderful scenic Hawaiian beaches. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah, exactly. You know, a good friend of mine always once said to me, you know, sometimes we have days that are bad just because we decide that they're bad. And, you know, and so the opposite is also true. Sometimes we can have days that are amazing just because we decide that they're going to be amazing days. So decide that today's going to be an amazing day. Amen. It's all it's all a decision. It's all a perspective change. Yeah, absolutely. So uh, we've been talking a lot today. We've been talking. We had like a solid 25 minute block uh, a little while ago where we were talking about um, you know, the, the things that letting God be in control of our lives, you know, letting God be truly in control of our lives and not saying, 
oh, you know, God, I'm just going to, I'm going to do what, and, and I, I don't think a lot of us do this consciously, but we do it subconsciously where we say, God, I'm, I surrender to you, whatever you want me to do, you can do in my life, you know, I'll, I'll do whatever you want. Within the scope and realm of the vision that I have for my <laughs> exactly. life. Exactly. As long as it lines up with the stuff that I was already going to do, you can hitch a ride on my life, you know, <laughs> type of thing. Sprinkle on a little bit of that salt of the blessing. Yeah, exactly. And we act like... And I think it really stems from this idea that we think that we're doing God a favor. And we have to get out of that perspective where we're like, God needs me to do this stuff. Like, at the end of the day, God wants a relationship with each and every one of us. But don't think that we're giving, like, we're doing God a favor by being a Christian or we're doing God a favor by accepting Jesus. Like, this is, this is, we have been allocated blessings and we've been given the opportunity to have a relationship with God. But, like, we're not doing God a favor by helping people and, and like, like doing it. We're, we're receiving a blessing, like, that, that God is allocating to us. God is giving us the opportunity to receive a blessing. I mean, we, we go out and do those great things because we are saved. Mm-hmm. That's, that, that's our faith. Uh, that's our works because we have faith in the Lord. And we can see, um, we were talking and referring to uh, some writings by, by a man named Oswald Chambers, a great man of God, yesterday. We were talking about being um, broken bread and poured out wine offerings before the Lord. And that sometimes we go through things and sometimes we suffer, um, not because of something that we've done. A lot of times we suffer because of the choices that we've made. That is very true. But at the same time, we go through things like um, that great question of, oh, why do bad things happen to good people? And uh, we don't have all of the answers, but we know that sometimes we go through all things. And then we know who God is to know that he works all things together for the greater good for those who love him and are called according to his purpose. And that it's God's perfect will and his perfect pleasure for us to uh, see us complete, lacking nothing. And God is always good. We know that the Bible says that God is um, the father of lights in whom there's no variation or shadow of turning within, meaning he never changes, and that all good and perfect things come from him. So that we know that sickness, disease, poverty, lack, it doesn't come from God. But the Lord, um, I mean, the the Apostle James, he encourages us that uh, count it all joy, my brethren, when you encounter various trials and tribulations, knowing, knowing that these these hard times that we go through, they're making us perfect and complete, lacking nothing. And we can see that uh, that man, Oswald Chambers, as we were talking about yesterday, he was um, expounding on sometimes some of the things that we go through. It's not for us, but we, so that we could have a testimony to help others according to his goodwill and the pleasure of his goodwill. We can see that Jesus did the will of the Father and he, he fulfills God's will. Even though Jesus didn't want to do it, he prayed it in the garden. He said, you know, Lord, uh, take this cup from me, please, because this is um, this is very excruciating, but not my will be done but yours. So we know that the Lord has a good, perfect, pleasing, and acceptable will for our lives that we learn through the Word of God itself as we continually transform our minds. But there's this um, unconditional surrender that we go to before the Lord to say, you know what, Lord, whatever it is in my life that you want me to do, you can have your way in me this morning. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. you know, and, and making that decision and saying, God... I'm going to live my life in a way that you want me to live. You know, I'm going to, we say this all the time and, and I don't think we really realize what we're saying when we say, you know, God, I want to love the things you love and I want to hate the things that you hate because that's a massive change in our lifestyle. You know, that's not like, that's not like a little thing that, you know, especially in the world that we live in today and the people, the, like the, the character of people that we interact with today you know, we have to really realize what we're saying. And when we say things like that and we say, okay, God, uh, you know, of course, we're not hating the people, but we, we hate the sin, you know. And it's it's important that we're realizing, you know, these are these are 
important steps in our lives that we're taking that we're saying, okay, God, I want you to be in control of my life. And what does that really mean? What does that actually affect in our lives? You know? Amen. We were, we were talking also about being faithful in little things this morning and talking about how, um, how to treat every moment as if it was our last. We were talking about give us this day our daily bread and focusing on our very moment, being very present in the moment that we have. And a lot of the anxiety that um, the, the Christian receives in his life is from thinking too far forward in the future or uh, looking back too far into the past to say, you know, uh, what about this or this happened when I did it last time. But we can see that the Lord is uh, engineering our circumstances for right now and that he's giving us our very manna, our very daily bread for this very moment. And if we keep our eyes focused on the Lord and what he's doing and if we don't give concern about our lives, hmm. but but we live in this reckless abandon to the Lord and his perfect will. He says that I will meet all of your needs according to my riches and glory and I'll take care of you. Just seek me first and you'll see that everything else you need will be added to you. Amen. And that's that's really where we started with this whole thing was this idea of, you know, God can supply for our needs without us having to worry about him doing it. You know, uh, we talk about the, the manna in the desert for the for the Israelites where they were collecting. Uh, Moses said, uh, you know, hey, collect only enough manna for today. And everybody starts collecting so much manna and then it rots overnight. And they're like, well, what, what happened? You know, we collected manna for today. And. It was an exercise of faith that God was going to provide manna tomorrow. And to stay in the moment. Absolutely, yeah. And to say, like, to live in a in a lifestyle that says, if God doesn't provide for me, that then he doesn't provide. You know, to live in, in the sense where he says, I believe that God is going to provide for me to, for today. I, I provide that he's going to provide for me in the moment. And as the moment changes, God's going to provide the change. You know, and... That's a very powerful step to take. That's a very powerful position to be in where you say, okay, God, I trust you enough to say you're in control. Amen. And we were talking, uh, we were also talking about like this, uh, this surrender to the Lord or saying, God, you can have your way, but on like only if it fits into my box and my vision for my life. And we can see that um, sometimes we build our Christianity on um, our happiness mm -hmm. and what we want. It's like, okay, God bless me according to the good pleasure of my will. But we can see uh, if we shift our perspective and say, you know, I'm going to live my life by trying to please the Lord in everything that I do, you know, for your happiness, God, what makes you happy? You'll see that um, that our latter end will be blessed more than our former and that he'll meet all of our needs as we're pursuing um, really just making God happy in a relationship standpoint. Mm -hmm. If we um, if we can use it as a, a shadow here, I don't want to get too lengthy and wordy with this, but um, as I'm looking at you, Benjamin, here in the studio, if um, if I base my relationship on my happiness, I would end up trying to use you and manipulate you so that you can make up for my lacks. Mm -hmm. Or, um, you know, according to my pleasure, I'll just end up using you. Mm -hmm. I mean, whether my intentions are good or not. But we can see that if I live that, that servanthood life, if I live that life of trying to please you as 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 a as a good friend we could see that that would be the beneficial um that would be the beneficial relationship so that if we put first the kingdom of god and his righteousness if we put the lord at his feelings what makes the lord happy first ministering to the very presence of god and who he is we'll see that everything else will be added unto us and our happiness will be um will will, will just be a result of it mm -hmm. absolutely you know and that's that's the that's one of the key concepts as well. You know that that happiness is a perspective thing. You know when you like we talk about this idea of those who eat honey to those who eat honey bread is is sour or yes. things something, something yeah, like that. Yeah, pro you proverbs know? is something along that line. Exactly, and it's like 
Well, but you might be thinking, well, bread isn't sour. Like bread isn't like it's not a it's not a sour thing. And it's like, yes, but to those who have so much, something small is meaningless, you know, but to those who don't have a lot, you know, the bread is is sweet, you know, and it's the same thing when it comes to God. If if we shift our perspective into what does God want me to do? What does God want for my life? Then all of this extra stuff becomes a, a pleasurable experience because we're following what God is asking us to do. That's it. Instead of basing our pleasure on, oh, well, what can I have? What can I do? All these mm-hmm. things. And if, if if our happiness is based on I'm, I'm, I'm striving to make the Lord happy. And mm-hmm. if we're pleasing the Lord, if our happiness is based on that, we'll see that we'll abound in joy. Absolutely. You know, if if our if our pleasure is based off of the number in our bank account, then we're always going to find somebody who has a bigger number in their bank account than we do. You know, and it's like and even if you have even if you are Jeff Bezos, let's say, you know, Jeff Bezos is listening to this show. Uh, you know, even if you are Jeff Bezos, you know, you you always want more. You always have that that desire to want more. And that's what we're we're saying is this idea of if our if our goals are earthly based, if our goals are our our own goals and not God's goals for our lives, then we're never going to achieve them. You know, mm. because we're never going to achieve them because they're going to be continually shifting. Amen. But if we focus on God and we say, "Okay, God, I'm going to focus on what you have for my life, and I'm going to be the person that you want me to be," then God will permeate our our lives with that that happiness of being in the moment and being the person that God wants us to be right now. Amen. I, I feel like Jesus really summed it up with um, a verse in the Sermon of the Mount saying, Blessed are those who hunger and thirst after righteousness and doing what's right before the eyes of the Lord, for they will be truly satisfied. So, beloved, seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness and know that you'll be satisfied and every good thing will be added unto you. Uh, this is the King of Kings Morning Show. We're here live every Monday through Friday, 6 a.m. to 8 a.m. Eastern Time. And today is day 136, and it's a happy Hawaiian Friday here in our downtown New Bedford studio. Good morning, Benjamin. Good morning, Tyler. Yes, it is. It's a, it's a blessing to be here with you, as always. Uh, we're here live every Monday through Friday, 6 a.m. to 8 a.m. Eastern Time. We've talked about a lot of things today. It's been a blessing to be here with you on this uh, wonderful snowy Hawaiian Friday. Uh, and we hope that everybody's staying warm and, uh, you know, not... Uh, not, I don't know what else other, the other option would be being cold, I guess, would be the other option. <laughs> that, but, that, would, uh, that would make sense. Yeah, fair enough. But uh, we're here, we're talking a lot of, about a lot of different things. And today's theme was really, you know, letting God be in control of our lives and allowing God to to steer us in the path that he wants us to be in, you know? Amen. And we're also talking about complete surrender and uh, not basing our happiness on, uh, or not basing our, how, do, how how did I say it before about our happiness? I don't remember. I'm Basically, we, we we end up putting God in a box mm-hmm. because of our own happiness. But when we seek first God's happiness, when we seek for God, first God's righteousness and everything that he has, his perfect will and what pleases him, we'll see that our happiness will actually follow rather than trying to fill the voids with um, with pleasures of this world and things of that nature. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. You know, the, the, the treasures of this world are fleeting. The pleasures of this world are fleeting. They're only like very momentary and they don't they don't last you know just think of a new car you know if you've ever purchased a new car you know that new car smell and you know you no one can eat in the car and no one can touch it like it's like you you look at every scratch in the car and you're like you hyperventilate over every little detail and then you know one month later you know it's, it's you one month later you um you start to let people eat in the car and then it goes on and on. And then you end up like once the first stain on the seat happens and that's it, you know, and then you just treat the car like a normal car, you know, but, and it's, it's like a process. The things change and things go away and the pleasures go away. But if we, if we 
uh, if we hold on to God and we hold on to where God wants us to be and the the things of of God, you know, God is never changing. God is never failing. God is God is constant, always at the same time, you know. And and leaning on Him allows us to have pleasure in the things that He has pleasure in. Amen. So it's been a wonderful show this morning. Absolutely. And uh, actually, I I like these these um short weeks that we have mm-hmm. because it allows us to um kind of have a have a mixed bag of topics rather than grab onto one central theme and grab it through the rest of the week. Even though it was um it was amazing how the Lord ended up steering our our conversation for the week. We we were talking about trying to dissect the book of Jude and um I was talking about it and this morning as I was going back and reviewing the podcasts, I was like, "Wow, we we didn't we didn't talk about Jude at all. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Barely at all. Maybe on the on the first day we we started to, but the Lord um the Lord began to shift our conversation. When first we were talking about uh, the tactics of the enemy and how how the enemy will will steer us away or try to uh, divert us from from getting closer to God by uh, first attacking us in our mind, or if he can't attack us in our mind, then using our physical circumstances, people around us, our monetary possessions, things of that nature. And then we went on to um, really, what else did we talk about? Talked about how uh, well we talked about that. We talked about how Job was affected in their day to day lives. We talked about how the people around us can affect our spiritual level, and how we can affect the spiritual level of other people. Uh, you that, know? that that's that's very true. Mm-hmm. You know, like the way that we say things and the way that we comment on people's things. You know, things of that nature. Uh, the way that we interact with people, who we interact with, the spiritual level of the people that we interact with. You know, and um, realizing that other people really do have an effect on our walk with God, and not letting them be detrimental to that walk. Amen. Uh, I I remember we briefly touched on uh, being part of the body of Christ and that all, all the members have to be firing on the same cylinder. We all have to be working in agreement. And we can see that one of the biggest hindrances in the body of Christ, uh, we were talking about, say, like reconciling a relationship one another and saying like, okay, well, I've done everything I could to reconcile this relationship within the body of Christ. I've said, uh, I'm sorry. I, I, and w- our tendency is to go and blame us or blame ourselves to say like, well, what are we doing? How much more can I do to try to fix this relationship? When um, the Bible says in Ecclesiastes, how can two walk together if they're not in agreement? And um, it's so detrimental within the body of Christ if we are the second half of that party that's not accepting an apology or um, not willing to walk in love as Christ loved us and sacrificially gave himself for us. And then we begin to shift into talking about what that sacrifice really looks like and living that fully sacrificed life and how um, we tend to put God in a box because we're saying, okay, God, well, I'm fully surrendered to you, but only if it fits according to the pattern in which I've made my life to be within my brain. Uh And... um, this morning we rolled in and I was really talking about how, how the Lord um, took me aside yesterday morning after the morning show and um, he brought me to a place in my heart and I was trying to put towards what the Lord was showing me, how like there's this, there's this real place of surrender saying like Jesus fulfilled the will of God for his life, that it wasn't according to his will, will or good pleasure, but it was according to the Father's will and pleasure. And Jesus even said like, you know, take this cup from me, Lord, if, it, if it's possible, but nevertheless your will be done, not mine. And we can see that we say, God, let your will be done as long as it looks like the will of like my will for my life. Uh-huh. And um, the Lord was just showing me this place like sometimes sometimes there's things that happen to us or, or or the will of God for our life will not look like what we're trying to do. And, and, and the example I was using this morning was like, OK, well, say I had this idea of I'm going to be this business person for Jesus, say. And I'm going to do all these wonderful things and finance all these wonderful campaigns and crusades. And I'm going to be the best person, according to my understanding, 
in the word of God and, and and maybe the will of God for our life might be a tough pill to swallow. And the Lord's like, no, I would prefer that you went and sold all that you had and went and washed old people in a nursing home for the rest of your life. Mm-hmm. And it was just that, that grave reality of the will of God may not for our lives may not look like the our will for our lives. Mm-hmm. And it's uh, it, it, it's it's kind of I'm, I'm I'm working on it. I'm seeing I'm right on the cusp of like a, a perspective revelation on that. Yeah, absolutely. You know, and and being okay with that idea that you know uh, we were we're not like our our initial idea wasn't what God wanted for our lives. We have to be okay with that too. We have to you know because we can know something and not take any action whatsoever against it. We can say, well, I know that this isn't what God wants for my life, but it is what it is. You know, and I'm just going to roll with it. Like we have to remember that that's something that we we have to be okay with the change. We have to be okay with saying, okay, God. I, I know that this isn't where I'm where I'm at right now, and I'm and I'm gonna start making moves to line up my life with what you want it to be, you know. And it, you can you can know something and not take any action against it, and that makes it even worse, you know. I, w- I was listening to the podcast yesterday, and you're talking about having a hole in the in a bucket, and you were saying like, I I have this bucket, I ha- it has a hole in it. I know that there's a problem with this bucket, but yeah, I still keep using this bucket, <laughs> yeah. and, and I, I I don't I don't do anything to fix the problem. Mm-hmm. And I mean that's so true. How many how many times have we seen people that that continue on in their lives and they're like, hey, I have a problem, but I don't know how to fix it, so I just keep on, yeah, operating in the same system in which I was operating. Mm-hmm. And that's dangerous because once you once you become accustomed to one hole in a bucket, then another hole is only one more hole in the bucket, and right. then you know more and more holes start adding up, and then you know you have a bucket with no bottom at the end. Or even uh, or even you can use a kitchen example using using a knife. Mm-hmm. Eventually, a knife starts to get dull, but it gets dull gradually. Yeah. Over time, and eventually, like I mean, this knife is super duper dull. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's useless, and you're you're so accustomed to it. It's like, oh, it's not that bad. Yeah, exactly. When really you you forgot what it was like to have a brand new sharp knife. Mm-hmm. And that's that's true in general. You know, like things happen gradually, and we we lose. The, the the perspective because it's only just like half a percent worse than it was yesterday but it's like almost useless as a knife already but we don't notice that because it's such a small change but sometimes when somebody else comes into our life and says like hey your knife is horrible like what are you doing with your life and then they like they show you a real knife and you're like wow how have i lived so long with this knife like that it's I, like that made me think of uh the movie you ever see crocodile dundee I've heard of that's this, not a knife. This is a knife. Oh yes. <laughs> so for all of you who have seen Crocodile Dundee, that's wonderful. But anyways, um, going back to the scriptural reference of what we're speaking about, we were we were talking about knowing that there's a problem and then being able to combat that problem and how we know to fight the battles in our life. The Bible says that we do not wrestle against flesh and blood, but against powers and principalities, and that it's the sword of the spirit, which is the word of God, and be able to know who God is and what the word of God says to be able to. Um, to line up the circumstances in our life. And we can see to seek first the kingdom of God, his righteousness, his happiness, his holiness, and everything else, including our own happiness and pleasure, will follow right behind it. Amen. Amen. And that's and that's really what it is. If we line up ourselves with the word of God, if we line ourselves up with what God wants us to do, we're going to be in a much better position than if we try to do it ourselves. You know, you know, we're talking about it's like us deciding we're going to go build a a skyscraper and we're just like we have no idea about anything about architecture. It's not going to work, you know, but Mm -hmm. but the chief architect, I'm going to make up my own plans. Don't worry. Yeah. It's like, let's let's just go with let's just just start building. It's fine. We don't need any (laughs) blueprints. And the architects will be like, no, you do. 
you need blueprints for this building. You know, that's the level that we're talking about. That God is the one who knows everything. He's the one who understands the blueprints. He's the one who, who sees the whole picture. And we're just trying to build a skyscraper brick by brick and see what happens. You know, right. that, measure what, 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 what is measuring? Yeah, we don't know. That's about even, right? That's about, that's about level. It's fine. So, so let God be in control of our lives and, and start the process. It's not something that we can just say, oh, well, you know, I'm just going to listen to God now and do, you know, but it's a process. Accepting that God has a plan for our lives and realizing what that plan is and, and lining ourselves up and taking steps to line ourselves up with that plan is very important. And then starting with the small things, being faithful in the little so that we can be faithful in the much. And that continual yes of saying yes to God, yes to his plans, yes to his ways, and yes to righteousness. Amen. But this has been a wonderful show here. It's been day 136 of the King of Kings Morning Show. Thank you so much to all of our listeners who uh, who let us know you were listening this morning. Uh, Sister Betty and Brother Mark and Brother Julio and Raisla and Sister Stephanie. And I'm, try- I'm trying to get the whole list. We had uh, many people reach out to us this morning. If you'd like to reach out to us, we have a phone number here in the station. It's 508-991-7600. Once again, 508-991-7600. If you'd like to write to us, if there's no way of you calling, you can write to us at Radio WFHL P.O. Box 3025 in New Bedford, 02741. Once again, P.O. Box 3025 in New Bedford, 02741. If you'd like to contribute to this ministry here, you can either send in your tithes and offerings to the address P.O. Box 3025, or you can go to Radio WFHL.com, scroll down to the bottom. There's a little link for PayPal. PayPal is a secure way to give through debit or credit card, and it's a wonderful way of giving back to the ministry. 90% of what you give into this ministry goes to maintenance of the station, uh, paying for the lights and the upkeep of the equipment, and 10% goes out to the Yuval School of Worship in Jerusalem, Israel. So it's a wonderful way to get a double portion blessing back to you. But this has been day 136 here in the King of Kings studio at 71 William Street in downtown New Bedford, and we had a wonderful uh, Hawaiian Friday here. Yes, we did. It's a, it's always a blessing here at the King of Kings Morning Show, and we greatly appreciate all of you tuning in, letting us know all of your continued support. We greatly appreciate that. So uh, definitely take uh, take this opportunity. You know, you know, continue to to walk strong, continue to be faithful, continue to walk in the promise that God has for your life, and uh, we'll see you later. Uh, so this is the King of Kings Morning Show. We're here live every Monday through Friday, six a.m. to eight a.m. Eastern Time. We'll be back bright and early Monday morning. Until then, be blessed.